welcome to Beer Thursday. We are so excited. We are so excited that you can join us. <laughs> and suddenly, I don't know why I thought of when I said we are so excited that I wanted to say it like as, as unexciting as possible. Also wanted to say like and succeeded at a lot of those. How are you, Jay? I am great. I am great. I'm not not high at all. I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Not that I've, you know, you know that I have a problem with that, you know, I'm just saying. You know, it's funny. We were just talking about gummies. Maybe we should have gummy talk. You know, <laughs> like that's actually gummy you know, lifesavers, a, gummy bears. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea because I've got I've gotten some gummies that I've gotten hooked on lately. I guess you, I guess they're gummies. They're called nerd clusters. Oh, never heard of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, those yeah. are good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jay, knowing that I I love words and the good ones and the bad ones. The obscene ones and the clean ones and the long ones and then the ones that people stick in all the time accidentally for no apparent reason at all. And Jay has come up with a list of idioms for us to banter on about today, this morning, in your ears on Beer Thursday. Thank you, Shane. Or I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, as I was thought of this idea popped in my head because you know you, you have those sayings that you hear all the time and you, you know, you're like i wonder where that came from so this one is idioms for dummies if you will <laughs> not that our listeners are the dummies no quite, quite op- op- opposite at least they could probably finish a sentence unlike myself <laughs> so oh i did it i did the so thing remember it's, on that it's, one round we did unavoidable it is. It's unavoidable. It's like um, a cat and a hair bag. Exactly. Sorry, just made up. An so I've just got a. I've got. Damn it! I did it again. I've got a, just a few that that came 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 to mind. I thought were interesting. For example, here's one. The the expression "one for the road." This is a very the the uh, meaning. It's uh. it's a final drink before leaving someplace. Uh, which is one for the road. Hey, I'll have one for the road. Well, where did that come from? You may ask. I'm, because it seems inappropriate this day and time when there's yeah. such concern about having too many exactly well, on the road. Well, I think this is sort of a more macabre or a little more definitive beginning for it. Is As far as one for the road, you might want to say it's more like a last meal. During the Middle Ages, the condemned ones were taken through what today is known as Oxford Street. I guess this is in, I guess is somewhere in Europe, in England, maybe. I don't know. In London? In London, perhaps, to be executed. Yes. Okay. So they're taken through Oxford Street to be executed. And during this final trip, the cart would stop and they would be allowed to have one final drink before their death so hence the expression one for the road the road the road being one wow. more before we 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 hang you or chop wow. your head off <laughs> before you go on to the clearing at the end of the path exactly well, okay so as, as soon as you said oxford street mm-hmm. um i would have you ever heard the, the, the christmas light song by coldplay can't 
I, I can say that I have, but I can't remember how it goes. Oh, well, because there's a line in there about I took my feet to Oxford Street. So then I thought, oh, I wonder if he's when you said that, I wondered if in the song he was referencing that in some way. But I don't think he is. It's just that the what's his name? Chris, whatever from London. Chris, yes. Chris, Chrissy Hine. <laughs> That's not his Chrissy, name. Yes. Chris, 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 Chrissy Stiston. Oh, yeah, he's in. I guess he he lives in London. Maybe he's from London. He sounds English. I don't know where he's from. Eh, well, there you go. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea that it had such dark origins. Dark origins. So here's another one. Cold feet. Meaning, you know, I've lost the nerve, a loss of nerve or confidence. This idiom originates from a military term. War, warriors who had frozen feet were not able to rush into battle. Hence, huh. cold feet, so they couldn't actually go out and and fight. I guess. <laughs> oh wow! So not not just about wet. It seems like yeah. it's usually about weddings, and which I see the connection between yeah <laughs> weddings and Very, war. Combat. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Very thin connection. I, I'm assuming that people got cold feet on purpose to avoid having to go out and 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 fight. For the right to to party. (laughs) (laughs) Caught red-handed. Oh. In the cookie Used used to indicate that a person has been discovered in or just about to, in the act of, doing something wrong or illegal. So Is it something to do with blood? It is. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's very very astute of you, sir. (laughs) Because I always picture like you stick your hand in the cookie jar mm-hmm. and there's the cookies, there's something in there and it bites you and then your hand's all bloody and you're like, ha, cut your red handed with your hand you in know, the cookie it's, jar. <laughs> it's very similar to that except for it's not at all. It's, <laughs> there was an old law stating that if someone butchered an animal that didn't belong to him, he would only be punished if he was caught with blood on his hands if uh, if he was caught with if he was caught with the meat but his hands were clean he wouldn't be punished so <laughs> you know they'd have to have the evidence <laughs> the evidence is caught with red handed because <laughs> oh, you still have the blood on your hands you still have the blood in your hands so yes. how did the how did the cookies come into the well they didn't <laughs> oh they didn't yes makes yeah. sense. i got it now oh. Here's another one I thought was interesting. You've heard the exp- uh, expression "paint the town red." Yes, blood because you're getting blood everywhere, right? Well, no, not Good. necessarily. Gotcha. Yeah. Now this one has a couple of different origins, different versions of how the idiom came of, came to be, but it basically means going out and enjoying yourself flamboyantly, or so to speak. So the two That's versions the of how the, exactly. Like the first version is, it's believed that back in 1837, a famous mischief maker known as the Marquis of Waterford had a wild night out with a group of friends, during which they knocked over flower pots, knockers off of doors, and even broke windows. And one of the biggest acts of vandalism was painting the doors of several homes with red paint. <laughs> sounds sounds boring. I like this one better. The the other version of the story says that uh, the origin of the idiom might have originated from brothels of the American West, 
where they refer to drunk men behaving as if the whole town was a red light district. Mm. Painting mm. the town red. Uh, I'm going to go with brothels for $200. That's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> close, but no cigar. Mm. That's another one. Meaning almost, oh, but not quite <laughs> successful. <laughs> nice segue. Thank me. I mean, thank you. In the late 19th century, carnival games were targeted towards adults and not children. So the winners would get a cigar as a prize instead of stuffed animals. So if a person was close to winning but did not succeed, they'd say it was close but no cigar. Hey, completely un unrelated. Yeah. I just had an idea for a really cool carnival. Oh, yeah? Yes. Tell me. Uh, well, they'll have games for adults or kids. Doesn't matter. Depends on your kid. Yeah. yeah. But instead of toys and stuffed animals, you win cigars. Oh, now you're talking. I like that idea. I thought you would. I thought, you Man, would. that sounds genius. But what if <laughs> what happens if you lose the game? I mean, you get close, but you don't get it. You, you get a hand grenade. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you don't want to blow that game. What? Or a horseshoe. You get to pick. Shoot. By the way, nice pun. Thank me. I mean, thank you. <laughs> now, well, here's... No. Oh, you, is it time for a toast? It's time for a toast. Well, okay. Huh. Now, now I want to know where the word toast came from. Why is it... Oh, ah. Man, that's a good question. Should I... Should I... Should I come up with a toast? Say a bunch of words while you look that up, or <laughs> still I vamp, just toast? vamp for a few, Jay, while our producer looks. So I'll do this. a little vamping, a little vamping, <laughs> a little vamping. If you, you can, you find if you can't find anything, I've got uh, I've got one, I guess. Oh, if you have a toast, I have the the, the origin of the appellation. To a toast. Didn't know that was a, not yeah, words. <laughs> okay. Also have a toast if if necessary. I would like for you to do the honors of the toast, sir. If you okay. will. Jay. Shane. Here's one for the road. Are you not telling me something? But in the good way, not okay. in the old English, not a, not like on Oxford Street or, you know, with the something. Yeah. yeah. So thus came the appellation. This is from Toastmasters International. They have a, an article on this referring to the drink itself from the Latin term tostus, T-O-S-T-U-S, meaning to dry up or scorch in Rome. Drinking to another's health became so important, the Senate decreed that all drinkers must drink to Augustus at every meal. Oh, and it's wow. from the word toastus. toastus. That is so, very interesting. Yeah. I, I'm surprised in all the, the years that we've been doing this podcast that we have never actually looked that up. <laughs> now, I'm kind of wishing now I had read through to see what drinking to someone's health has to do with drying up or scorching but 
it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Google well, isn't winning in perfect. Business. No, <laughs> none of us. None of us are. I mean, none of the Googles are. Uh, so, oh, so Google. Here's another one for you. Bite the bullet. Oh, meaning no. I'm saying, yeah. Go ahead. Now, is it from in the old west or somewhere where they would bite on a bullet to? I guess somehow it, it eases pain or it makes you forget about pain, biting bullet or a leather strap or something instead yep. of, oh. It's exactly it. It's ex- it's basically they, they had no time to administer an- anesthesia. So the surgeon would make, make the patients bite down on a bullet or something like that to distract them from the pain. Uh-huh. And, and then if, if the bullet went off, you know, then it would be. It wouldn't. <laughs> Is that? I guess that could happen. No, and then the bullet yeah. goes off. And then Holy if the bullet w- went off, then they would immediately kick the bucket. And you may wonder where Ooh. did that come from? <laughs> well, I'll tell you the history of kick the bucket, meaning to obviously to die. When a cow was killed at a slaughterhouse, a bucket was placed under it while it was positioned on the pulley. And sometimes the animal's leg would kick during the admi- the adjustment of the rope, and it, it would literally kick the bucket before being killed. Wow. And so someone started using that as a phrase for someone else, a human dying, and yeah. it stuck. You kicked the bucket. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. 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 Yeah, there, I found a few that are quite fascinating. There's one, I've heard this before. It's a very old saying. Not sure exactly where, where I heard it first, but have you heard the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? Yes, I have heard that. Well, that one's an interesting, it's, it's basically, it means hang on to valuable things when getting rid of unnecessary things. Right. Um, yep. so, so during the 1500s, most people bathed once a year. Uh, <laughs> right. Even when they did bathe, the entire family used to th- use the same water. Those are the days. <laughs> the men of the house bathed first, followed Obviously. by other males, then females, and then finally babies. And you can, so you can imagine how thick and cloudy the water became by that time <laughs> so the the infant's mothers had to take care not to throw them out with the bath water when they're entering the, the tub because it was so grody <laughs> wow i mean it's so gross by then you can't even see the the baby in there yeah the saying is That's literal gross. yeah it's a literal uh, it, it's a literal meaning to it but people have used it as an expression all these years all these years. Why did people do that back then? Didn't they know? Why didn't they look it up? Well, they thought that, well, you know, <laughs> here's the problem. The internet was down. Oh, it was down. <laughs> it was down. Google's not perfect. It's not perfect. <laughs> Otherwise, it might have said, like, hey, babies first. You know what? Gentlemen, let the ladies yeah. bathe first. But, okay. Here is a another sort of macabre one. Have you heard the expression saved by the bell? Yes. Never watched the show. 
Never did either. <laughs> Good. Um, Good for you. It means being rescued from an unwanted situation. Uh, mm -hmm. But the history, as scary as it sounds, it's about being buried alive. And it and how it was a common occurrence back in the olden days. So would they put bells in the caskets or something? And then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. People huh. like fe feared that if they died and they weren't actually dead, they'd wake up and they couldn't get out of the coffin. And, you know, there was no way to out, out nobody here was. So they would actually build these coffins with where that would connect to a bell above ground. So at night guards listened for bells in case they had to dig up a living person and save them. Save so was, bell. was there a, a bell guy that would just kind of wander around the graveyard listening for the bells? I, I'm, I'm betting that the, the bell guy was probably the same guy as like maybe the guy that buried <laughs> the people, the oh, other, you know, the undertaker, the undertaker. Okay. Or, all or right. maybe, you know, the undertaker or, or Kane or perhaps the rock. I don't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, here's to all the undertakers out there Absolutely. saving people by the bell. Now there's a lot more that I saw. Many are interesting, but there's one especially important to me. Well, that's good because we are right up about out that time. time. <laughs> yes. Oh, one more. Out of time. One more. We're out of time, folks. So it's 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 considered an idiom, but it's basically you know where it came from. It's the jaywalker. Uh, oh, I thought it was named after you. Well, as I did, I did too. But apparently, it's basically one who crosses the street in a reckless or illegal manner, and it says jaybirds. <laughs> that traveled outside of the forest into urban areas often became confused and unaware of the potential dangers in the city, like traffic. Amused by the erratic behavior, people began to use the term jaywalker to describe someone who crossed the street irresponsibly. Huh. In other words, it's just like, hey, you idiot. All you have to do is watch. It's not that yeah. big a deal is it's it? not that big a deal and you know <laughs> what i i i have an unnecessary disadvantage because everywhere i go i'm jaywalking i know hey it's jay walking yeah exactly unless if you were to get one of those scooter things you could be jay scooting jay scooting absolutely well i don't know about you guys and i mean by you guys i mean you shane <laughs> <laughs> howdy but i am excited to say i'm done talking <laughs> <laughs> well the time is good because i've been able i was able to stop the alarm so it wouldn't ding -a ding 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 in our earballs nice. and we can just say clear. yeah and so you know what thank you for listening each and every week dear patreon and dear other that are not patrons and please come back every thursday for another exciting beautiful day uh, exonerating, explosive, great, super good. Don't let it rub you the wrong way. Idiom, Don't sir. Kick the bucket. Don't give us the cold shoulder, but you Ooh. can butter us up for Ooh. another exciting round of Beer Thursday theme song.